Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. On first down, trouble, that's Chase Young who got to him first. 55 yards, 54 was the record. Steve Christie and Moody, the rookie. Mahomes goes out, going deep, going deep, and it's caught at the 10 yard line. First and goal, Pacheco cuts it outside, tries to do it a second time, and he lost the football, and the Niners are on it. Javon Jennings, a great play. Ooh. This ball's in the air for a long time. McCaffrey's able to pull it down, and he's going in for the touchdown. Javon Jennings with a touchdown pass. Second on the play clock. Second and nine, Purdy's pass. Caught, Jennings did it! What an effort breaking tackles. Now he's thrown for a touchdown and caught another. 24 yards, and it is. Nodded at 16. He's made two from outside 50 today. This is half that distance. From 27 yards, he makes it. The game on the line. Jump off sides first. Mahomes has it. He's easily going to get the first. Third and a football. Not a big deal now unless you don't get it. Go up top. Mahomes cradles it and goes down to the 13-yard line. Ten yards from the win. Mahomes throws it to Kelsey in the middle of the field. Kelsey plowing ahead. Kelsey still on his feet. And I believe he's going to have the first and goal to go. First and goal. Mahomes swings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! The seventh longest game in the history of the NFL was one of the most memorable ones as well. And the Chiefs, you're going to hear a lot about it. They have their dynasty. Great stuff. I, it didn't start off so great. Uh, it was a little bit boring early, but sloppy. Yes, it was fantastic. We'll always remember the finish of that game, the fourth quarter, the overtime, uh, the 49ers and uh, Patrick Mahomes then and the Chiefs winning that football game. And uh, maybe some confusion in that overtime. 312-332-3776. It's Waddle and Sylvie talking Super Bowl with you. And some bears along the way as well. Aki's A-list coming up. Plus, we've got some trivia for you, courtesy of Steinhoffels. All this week, we'll be qualifying uh, a listener a day to win two $500 travel vouchers on uh, different uh, for different airlines. Two $500 airline gift cards, courtesy of Steinhoffels. Uh, that will be given away on Friday based on uh, some of our trips that we've taken. We'll give you an example here coming up in about 10, 15 minutes. But uh, a trivia question today, if you get it right, you're in the hopper. Then on Friday, we'll give away those uh, travel vouchers. You go pretty far on $500 each way. Yeah, absolutely. And you'll get both of them. It's not like we're giving one away to one listener and one away for another listener. The grand prize winner, you get the $1,000 in, in, in both of those. We're just giving you two of them. So that's the way we're doing it. So that's coming up in just a little bit. If you want to talk to us, 332-3776. A couple of uh, poll questions I've got for you. Um, One, if you win the coin flip in NFL playoff overtime, what are you electing to do? 
kick it. Uh, and that's most people are saying that as a result to Kyle Shanahan uh, saying that he wanted to receive. 74.1% saying kick it. Um, and his rationale was he wanted that third possession that didn't have to be matched. Because right now, if you score a touchdown and that first possession, the second team still gets the possession. But the third is unmatched. All I need to know is the following. Andy Reid, who I think is the best coach in football right now, has the best player in football in Patrick Mahomes. And he has told his team all season long, if we get to the postseason and we find ourselves in overtime, we're kicking off. That's all I need to know. If Andy Reid, with Patrick Mahomes, his decision is we're kicking off, then that's, I'm riding with them. That's and I, th- the right I, I think the best rationale is because if you have that second possession, you know then you have the fourth down that you're going to use. You know you have that extra down to use so, to need it to whether you need to get that field goal or whether you need that touchdown. Yes, you know exactly what you need to do. Um, so 74.1% believe uh, they're going to kick it. And maybe now teams will start doing that based on what happened to the 49ers. Uh, and then this surprises me because a lot of people have been anti-change. People haven't liked uh, the way uh, they've constantly tweaked with the overtime rules. Um, but it seems like everyone likes the new rule. Do you like the new NFL playoff overtime rule? These poll questions brought to you by your local Chicagoland Toyota dealer, Toyota Let's Go Places. of you say yes, you like the new overtime rule. Uh, That was uh, good to see. Uh, I don't resist it the way I used to, again, in large part because of the way special teams have changed. Like, there wasn't a single kickoff returned in that game, was there? I don't think there was one. No. I think most of the kickoffs actually went through the uprights. And then they they do... More often than not nowadays. Right. And I think every one of these kickers in the National Football League can make them from 60 now. So Did you hear, was it Jay Feely someone said on the broadcast, from 70, 70 Bucker was lining up from 70 yeah. in, the, in the pregame. His field goal, what was it, 57 or 58 with a bad snap? That yeah. was incredible. Yeah. And, and did you, I thought for a second it was going to come up low. short because yeah. it was such a line drive. He had to kick it low because I think he was a little delayed. Wasn't yeah. He? No, I know. Uh, so uh, we'll take your phone calls. Uh, Aki Zalis coming up. I, our buddy Berto, who had the rant of 2023 on the uh, White Sox. Remember Berto on the West Side? He wants to talk some bears with us. He's on ESPN 1000. What's up, Berto? What's up, boys? The Chicago Bears are on the clock. How we feeling? Uh, I feel very intrigued on based on what they could do here. Optimistic. That's how I feel, Berto. Optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. Me too. I mean, well, first of all, kismet that you were talking about the very long White Sox World Series odds on the day that I call in. Uh, we know that's never going to happen. No. Um, do you do but, you, do uh, you feel more optimistic about the White Sox now that Kenny and Rick are gone? Well, it's funny that we were saying we're going to be in a re- retool, not a rebuild. When you know we're literally Dakota's putting to the over and under at sixty-eight wins or something. I mean. I think if we trade Cease, we'll be lucky to win fifty. Uh, we're not, we're not a good team. How do you uh, how do you feel about a new ballpark? Oh, it'd be wonderful. I don't understand how anyone would be upset, particularly the location. How how great would that be for us? I, I would be over the moon. I hope everyone would be. 
<laughs> You're gonna have to pay for all of it, Berto. <laughs> well, we're, I think we all might have to pay for it. <laughs> well, How do you feel about up? that? You got to pay for all of it. Well, Jerry, Jerry's not gonna pay for it. That's right. for sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what's on? There's like, what's on your mind about the Bears? Yeah, you know, I. Um, well, look, man, I I play pretend for a living. I don't presume to know better than anyone, and. You know, Sylvie, you know this from Twitter. I've, I've changed my mind a couple of times on this. I, I wanted to keep Justin initially. Then uh, when he was having some issues with the accuracy and he got hurt, I was like, let's go to Caleb. Then he got hot down the stretch, and I was like, you know what? Justin's the guy. Let's keep it. It's a difficult decision to make. and I mean, it has to be one of the most difficult executive decisions in NFL history. I, I'm trying to think of another example that's more difficult, and I can't. But I, I don't, Berto. I don't think it's as difficult outside of our like our Chicago bubble for most. Correct. Correct. As it seems to be, and that's that's my point. Is even though they're both great options, I think it's pretty clear, based on the people who know much better than us, much better than the dudes in their basements with an all twenty-two and a PFF account, <laughs> that that we are obviously faced with something we may never get again. I love Justin Fields. He did us proud as, as an organization. I think we failed him. And if we were picking it like just nine or nine and five or nine and four, this wouldn't really be a debate. Fields has as much upside as Michael Penix or Bo Nix. I, I, it's a contract that anyone is turning their nose up at. And, you know, if, if Bulls decided to keep him, I'll be there cheering for him. I, I love Justin. He's a great kid. But we need to change the culture of this organization. Multiple scouts have said Caleb could be the most talented quarterback in the NFC North on day one. Uh, Sean Payton went on Colin Coward's show before he was the Broncos head coach and said the NFL has considered implementing a draft lottery because of this kid. If you are even remotely unsure about quarterback, it, it doesn't matter if you're one of the worst teams or one of the best. You have to draft him, especially after yesterday. How do you look at a team like the Chiefs and not want to take a stab at an elite quarterback prospect? Because, I mean, say what you will about not knowing what he'll be in the pros, the consensus is steadfast amongst the most connected people in this industry. Caleb is one of the most elite quarterback prospects in the history of the game. They don't all hit, though, Birdo. So, I mean, like I know that, but... Everyone, everyone's saying now too. Well, there is no other Mahomes. Everyone said that about Brady. What if, what if Caleb turns out to be a significantly better than C.J. Stroud, and all of a sudden it's Mahomes and uh, Caleb is like the second coming of Brady versus Peyton Manning, and the Bears passed on it to have somebody who isn't as good as Lamar Jackson? We would never be able to forgive ourselves. No, no, I and, agree. Uh, and listen, I'm not saying that we know what he's going to be, but remember what Lewis Riddick said on your show, flashes get you fired. And if Poles passes on Caleb because Justin Hill shows flashes, but then Caleb goes on to be C.J. Stroud or Mahomes, then his feet is getting infinitely hotter. I'm not saying Fields can't be a great quarterback, but we know that he isn't an elite one, and we don't know what Caleb is yet. We have to give him a shot. And, and listen, here's the bottom line, boys. Poles has done an excellent job rebuilding this roster. I mean, we were a few plays away from being a 10-win team. We almost beat Detroit a couple of times. Uh, we have 
six positions of need really to fill with six top 50 picks and tons of cap space. I mean, we don't need to trade back for more picks. We can address our needs with the draft capital and the cap space that we have and get the higher graded quarterback in a quarterback driven league. Listen, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I, again, Bernal, it's it, a good call. Thank you. If it all checks out, you do all of your due diligence, and you your feelings are reaffirmed. Then I don't think there's to me there's no question. You make the pick. Now, my hope would be that he could morph into this great player that he's a generation. Kind of just, I, I'm not, I'm not trafficking in the generational Neither talents. I'm not using that conversation. Word. Not using because it. it's just you have no idea. You hope. You like all the skill set. You like all of this stuff. And again, if all of the investigation pans out, you make the pick. I would do it if I if I felt that that strongly that he's going to be a better football player. I don't know if he'll ever be Mahomes. Is he better than the guy we have? And if the answer to that question in your evaluation is yes, you make the pick. That to me is a pretty simple decision making process. The evaluation may be different yeah. and difficult. Let's, uh, let's go to Aki's A-List right now. It's time for Aki's A-List. From the mind of the man who understands the four Ps of Waddle's world. Aki's A-List. A-list. The top questions and topics floating around in Tyler Aki's mind. Are these really the questions that I was called here to answer? Aki's A-List on ESPN Chicago. All right, Tyler, what do you got for us today? All right, Patrick Mahomes in year six has already claimed his third Super Bowl. He's been in the AFC title game every single year of his career as well since he's taken over as the starter in Kansas City. Is Patrick Mahomes, not forget just football, I'm talking all sports here, is Patrick Mahomes the greatest athlete of the 2000s? Are you talking about from 2000 on? Yes. No. Not yet. Regardless of sport, not Regardless yet. Of sport. Not yet. I mean, like, uh, I mean, LeBron is still above, yeah. and and uh, look, I know he may be talented. Like, I know people are judging him based on talent. Maybe he's better than Brady as far as his skill set, but you can't go better than Brady as far as accomplishment yet. Brady and, and LeBron are still above Patrick Mahomes. Well, LeBron only has four titles. I know that, but but LeBron is one of the greatest all-time athletes to ever play sports. But like like this isn't like you know what I mean like it's not just about winning x amount of titles. What LeBron has has done as an athlete still is above what Patrick Mahomes has done to this point. I'm not saying that Mahomes can't pass him, but but LeBron is in rarefied air. I will say, too, when you say the 2000s, Tiger won 13 of his yeah. 15 majors yeah. Yeah. in the That's, 2000s. What about right. such a great team, point, Tiger? Team you, sports, you forget. And, and you can well, say Serena and Michael Phelps as well. But I mean, for, is Kobe uh, in that conversation? For a team sport. Five titles? He won five titles? But I think you have to look at the rate as well. Like, He's three for six. He is winning sure. championships at a 50% rate right now. Yeah, but remember this, too. Like, if Tiger has taught us anything, we thought that the rate would always continue. And stuff happens, whether it's on the course or off the course, based on injury, based on stuff. We thought it was a layup that he was going to pass Jack. Jack. Yeah. That won't happen. 
So, uh, like, again, I don't want to count stuff before it actually happens. He's amazing. Like, I will say, based on the first six years, if we're going six years versus six years versus six years, his first six years, I'd put up against any. Any. His first six years... Better than Michael's first six years. Oh, Michael, did, when was the first he first won a playoff he, game? He didn't win his first championship until his seventh year. And look, it took him many, many years to win series. You know, he, he struggled against, he would get eliminated first by the Bucks, then by the Celtics for a few years. Um, but Michael was still, you, you saw the greatness, obviously. Uh, but but yeah, like his first six years are incredible. But but I, you can't say the body of work is better than LeBron already. And and you know me, like I've raged against LeBron, LeBron versus Michael and stuff like for this reason, for this reason too. Um, so he may one day get there. What do you believe, Tyler? Are you asking the question, or do you believe it? I believe he is. Yeah, among team sport guys, definitely. Like LeBron, yes, he's got four championships. He. Mahomes has three already, and he has done it in a much smaller sample size. And I think the rate at which you do it is important when you talk about this sort of stuff here. And to get three in six years in a sport that requires a team more than almost anything, I think is unbelievable. And that's why I think he is the greatest team sport athlete of the 2000s right now. Um, You think of some of the other names in there, Steph Curry, Kobe Bryant. Like, this is a ridiculous rate that he's going at right now. And he's been in that Final Four every single year of his career. He gets to the Final Four 100% of the time. Tom Brady went 7 of 10 in this century. Seven Super Bowls. The rate rate is incredible, but there's no guarantee, like... I heard Shay this morning in typical Shay forum say he's gonna shatter seven. How do you know? Like, there, you there's no hurt. guarantee. God, you that. know what this is? This is the naivete of youth. Both Tyler and Shay are still a little too young to have seen like the historical greatness seem like it's never going to end. And then you watch football happen. Like and then you recognize like oh you know what, what you I'm not thought? saying like yeah obviously things can go wrong but if he were to retire today he's in the Hall of Fame oh yeah, yeah. yeah. six yeah. years but that's yeah. not the For a question six year career that is insane that means you are on track to be the best of the I day. know but your question was is he the best of of the 2000s in team sports I can't put him above LeBron and Kobe and well and Brady 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 Brady's I can't yeah Brady has like three separate Hall of Fame careers like you could take his 20s. Then his thirties and then his forties. Like, what do you, and each one is probably a Hall of Fame career in itself. I'll say this though, to your point, uh, he can do things Brady couldn't do. Obviously, Brady wasn't the, the same down type play of athlete yesterday. Yeah, I mean, Brady's the most accomplished quarterback of all time, and I think that puts him at the top of the list until. But like, I I think for me, like. Mahomes is the best I've seen play, but you still have to accomplish comparable stuff, in my opinion, to be considered the greatest of all time. Chris Bryant was going to be one of the greatest all-time baseball players. Yeah. Look, I know he he, he wasn't Fall doing what Mah- Mahomes, Mahomes but... was doing, but remember, rookie of the year, yeah. MVP, all this stuff, and then longevity stuff happens. Longevity is also part of the equation when it comes to the greatest of all time, and that's the only piece to the puzzle that's missing right now. The arc is is heading in that direction. I mean, it's oh, yeah. trending. It's, it's trending. It's he's, awesome. He's unbelievable. The other thing, too, with, like, the injury stuff is, like, 
What was the? It was the play against the the Ravens where he got bent in half. Yeah. It looked like his pliability and based yes. on how he's trained himself. There's no question Obviously, that was a residual stuff benefit. that can happen. But it seems like the way that he trains, yeah. and who knows, maybe he he lets up a little bit at some point. But the way that he trains, it looks like he is going to have a very very long career oh, as yeah. well. He's yeah. got a great organization. He's got a great coach. Like, look, if he stays healthy. There's no reason why he shouldn't threaten Brady's record. But I know that's lofty. Yeah, but it's but still so hard to win titles. Absolutely it is. Like this year, everyone wrote them off. They, people were writing them off as not even being a playoff caliber team. This was their best run. This oh, was yeah. their most. He imp- said that too last night. Close. On, on NFL Network. Yeah. He said it was. The most impressive accomplishment that he's made. What right. else? One of the other things that came up yesterday, obviously with the overtime stuff, but Chris Jones saying that we would have gone for two. Now, whether or not that's true remains to be seen. I think I'd, I'd rather consult Andy Reid as opposed to Chris Jones for something like that. But how many teams in the NFL really would go for two in overtime if they were to go down and get a touchdown like that? I think it depends on the makeup of your team, both, you know, kind of the character of your team and the talent. Like, it's easy for the, not easy, it's easy for the Chiefs to say because you've got the best player in football at your quarterback. I'm not sure everyone would die. Dan Campbell probably does it because yeah. that's how he's always but would done Dan it. Dan Campbell do it? Like, yes. he, he did not go for the touchdown at the end of the half against the Niners. This is the Super Bowl. But he, if wait, he goes but there's for no two, guarantee that you touch the ball I know, again. But if he goes for two and doesn't get it, he is the most hated man in Detroit. I know, but again, there's no guarantee that you touch the ball again. He went for two when they had a holding penalty to try and beat the Cowboys. In the regular season, in a game that really didn't mean all that much either. I mean, it had a chance to that ultimately determine a home field advantage. I in think the, so. Yeah. Like, it had a home field advantage effect in the playoffs for them. They were playing for a home game in that game. Waddle, you're the coach. What are you doing? Depends on who my team is. If I've got Patrick Mahomes, I'll go for it. Like, if you got Josh Allen and you're the Bills. I'm going for it. What if, if you're the Cowboys? I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I'm not as what about, what about the Dolphins? Go for I'm, it. I, I, I need a guy that I can trust. If that you, if the play breaks down, he can use his legs to get somewhere. Tua can't do that. I don't feel Tua as good about Tua. I don't feel as good about but him as well. But he's got weapons all over the place, and you got a, yeah, a really yeah. good play caller. It's true. And if you're, well, and you got, if you're, 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 you got kicked in the first round let's of the flip playoffs. Let's to the other too. side of this game. Lamar Jackson, the, Baltimore. What would, what would the Niners do? I got the Niners kick it. But, yeah, he kicked it on fourth down to begin with. I think the Niners kick it. I think he's more traditional. He went for it on fourth and three at that one point late in the game as well. Which was weird when they only needed three to tie it up. I was I, I didn't know about that or, or like I wasn't How so much sure time about was that. left in the game at that 10, point. Ten minutes, eleven yeah, minutes. I, I mean, time and place as well. I'm not bothered by guys going for it on on fourth down, especially if you are in the other teams deep in their zone. I just don't like doing it when you're in your own territory. I don't think the Niners do it. I think the I think he's a more I think he's a less aggressive coach than most when I it comes to stuff you, like that. I think he told you he wouldn't have gone for it because they were looking for a third possession, right? Like, by assuming that, they're telling you. He's just like, if you follow the trends of watching how he does things, he's not an overly aggressive coach. I, In fact, I've been critical of how he handles the end of the first half quite a bit, even in this game. They should have been calling timeouts as the yeah, Kansas City Chiefs were that. driving in. Like, call timeouts and to get, get yourself another, uh, another possession. Yep, yep. Good stuff, Tyler.
312-332-3776. Should we do the trivia question now? All right, uh, ring it up. We got, uh, let's go, uh, do we have to do, can I go any caller here? Let's just go first correct caller. First correct caller, 312-332-3776. So the Super Bowl was in Vegas. Our last trip to Vegas it was Waddle, me, and our uh, sales guy, Danny Lynch. Mm-hmm. We all posed for a certain picture wearing this. What were we wearing in Vegas for this picture photo opportunity? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. First correct caller will qualify for the Steinhoffel's uh, prize, which includes two airline gift cards of $500. Um, and those grand prizes will be handed out on Friday. We'll have a qualifier each day in the 5 o'clock hour. And um, the grand prize, again, handed out on Friday. Thanks to Steinhoffel's four Chicagoland locations, including the newest one in Harwood Heights. Don't forget their four-day President's Day sale starts Friday. You'll get $100 off when you spend over $19.99 and up. And a three hundred dollar United American, uh, a United American Airlines Delta or Southwest gift card with a qualifying purchase. So check out Steinhoffels today. Joe and Aurora, what were we wearing during this photo op? Beatles. Yeah. When you saw the picture, how did you respond, Joe? I didn't see it. You didn't see it? How do you know? How'd you get the answer? Well, I heard about it on the radio. Okay, yeah, that's right. right. Wow. That's all he needs. You, would you like to see it? We could send you a picture. Uh, would you like to see the Greg Oden pictures, Tom? No, I would not. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Long time listener. Yeah, Love that, very Joe. Good. Very, very good. Yeah, job. I haven't seen him, and I don't want to see him. That's a good, good response, though. That's a good one. We could trade. Same reason no, you didn't seek no. out the Greg Oden pictures or the same reason Joe didn't seek out this, the Speedo this pictures. Is not, this is not nearly as revealing or so I'm told, but that's a fair response. Do you still have that open or have we lost that? Did we lose the Greg Oden open? When you lost dig that up for us, you can look around. You want the full open? Yeah, hmm. yeah. For Good, Bad, Dirty, that would be perfect for Good, Bad, Dirty. Joe, hold on, all right? Sure. Thank you. There's Joe. Uh, Joe's a, he is a well long time guy. Joe. Yeah, that is that. How long ago is that? Oh, that's like oh seven or oh eight. It was the, the draft year? Remember, we were doing scouting. <laughs> it was Odin versus Durant. Did you look at the Greg Odin? Pictures? I did not. I'm not interested. Thanks, though. That <laughs> you still have that. It's amazing what what sticks around. I don't like air mic. Oh, but this, most of the good stuff has gone into the ether. <laughs> All right, coming up next: uh, the good, the bad, the dirty. This is Waddle and Sylvie. Did you look at the Greg Oden pictures? I did not. I'm not interested. Thanks, though. Afternoons from 2 to 6. I know Peter North. I know, um, you know, the basics. Tom Waddle. As he let the pass go to Waddle. It is a catch, and it'll be a bear first down. Former Bears receiver. That guy's a football player with a headache. Mark Silverman. Yeah, you wonder what they'd do if they didn't have Waddle. Knowledge, wisdom, intelligence. Yeah, all right. Not here. TWTW. Just Waddle and Sylvie. Whoa. On ESPN Chicago. That's some old school stuff right there. I like it. Tyler, do you, did you ever hear those? No, I never heard any that's, of those. That's old school. Old school imaging. I like Peter North and, you know, the basics. <laughs> 
Who are the basics? Do you have any idea who no Peter clue. North is? I do not. He sh- shouldn't. I know he shouldn't. That's why I'm asking. Am I Just allowed to Google that? Peter North still no, no, with no. us? Don't, don't Google Peter North. Has he, left the, uh, no, he left the planet? Then the only reason I knew Peter North was through, because Mac used to talk about Peter North. Let's Google Peter North. Wait, he used to talk about porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only reason I knew. I don't believe you, Sylvie. I swear that's the only reason. He's only 66 years old. <laughs> wow, I was just going to st- say, give you a list of some of his movies, but I think I'll get in trouble even yeah, reading yeah. those. Speaking of North, uh, Mike's out there uh, still defending uh, <laughs> Mitch Trubisky on the day that he got come on, released. Come yes. On. About, about his which record. Is, about his, uh, he's getting released and he's got this record and then blah, blah, blah. It's, I thought he died on this hill already. Like, I thought he gave up on him. Wait a second. Is he talking about his record as a bear or his record overall? Uh, overall. His overall record. I, I thought that's what he was doing. Um, and then I scrolled through. All right. Let's get to the good, the bad, the dirty. The good. It's gone! Oh, my God! The bad. That is so bad. That is absolutely brutal. And the dirty. I thought my mask. Uh, wow. So many stories are running through my head right now. Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. Around the uh, room we go. All four of us. One thing good, one thing bad, one thing is dirty. Mitch, is, Mitch has got eight touchdowns and ten interceptions in the 12 games he played as a Steeler. I mean... <laughs> he was released today. By sweetheart of a guy. All right, what do you got? My What's good, got? my good, my favorite. Uh, like I said... I watched more of the Super Bowl and all the ancillary programming than normal. The Dunkings commercial with Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, uh, Tom Brady, and J-Lo, to me, was my favorite commercial and one of my favorite parts of the non-football playing stuff. I thought it was hilarious. We watched it again upstairs. Here it is. I don't think you should do this. Last year, she came to my work. Now I got to show her what I can do. He's here. Ah, flat on the track. What up, Bronx? For your consideration, here comes the Boston Massacre. The Dumb Keys. Touchdown, Tommy on them keys. Player coach. Got it. I'm open. And needs no introduction, my partner. Sometimes it's really hard to be your friend. You said you were going to support me? Dumb Keys. Don't go away. My heart. Why you dumping me, girl? Why you dumping me? Dumb Keys. My heart. How do you like them donuts? I'm so sorry. You had to see it, but I forgive you. Lay us on the track. Are we going to be on the album? We talked about this. Let's go. You're blinded by them pinstripes. Wrap it up. There goes Babe Ruth. Tom, you can stay. You remember when I told you I'd do anything for you? This is anything. Chill. They're naming a drink after us. So good. I was hoping to see it multiple times. Maybe they were only willing to spend the $7 million once. <laughs> I thought it was the best commercial of the entire afternoon. All right, let me piggyback on that because my favorite commercial also had to do with Tom Brady in it, and this was Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn playing his best Vince Vaughn. BetMGM is for everyone that loves sports betting. Everyone but Tom Brady. Wait. What did I do? The truth is you've won too much, Tommy. Let others have their turn. What if I bet in-game parlays and I'm not Tom Brady? You're it. I'm dog me. 
What if I bet the money line, but I think Tom Brady is cute? Well, I have the beholder. Subjective, but you're in. Hi, Tom. What if I used to babysit Tom Brady and he was a little troublemaker? Well, then you die with your secrets. No one likes a snitch, but you're in. <laughs> what if I cried when Tom left? What if I have a tattoo of Tom Brady on my calf? As long as you're not Tom Brady, you're in. Come on. What if I'm the Tom Brady of spreadsheets? Bet MGM is for you. Yes. What if I'm Tim Birdie, seven-time pool champion? <laughs> you already know the answer. Why are you putting us through it with the clothes? Well, how come Wayne Gretzky's in? Stop with the questions, Tommy. We're chopping it up here. Hey, Tom. Hi, Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Look at that. Your name's in lights. Why is my babysitter here? Again with the questions. Please, just enjoy the view. Download BetMGM. Except you, Tom. You've won enough. How great was Very that? It was great. And Wayne Gretzky making a cameo in it. It's so... It was, Hi, Wayne was, Gretzky. I love, like, Tom, Tom Brady has uh, really done well in these commercials. Like, I, actually think funny, he, I, I think he's going to be a good analyst. Yeah, I do. Me too. Me I was, too. I was actually discussing that last night with uh, my friend who was over. Do you think Tom Brady made more last night in commercial endorsements <laughs> than he would have had he had he been playing in the actual Super Bowl? Money-wise, like, he's got to oh, pull in a million per commercial. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Then he was in that yeah, at least like, two. What if you, the winning, the winners get, like, a, what, 150 grand? Yeah, like, yeah. I think, I think Jeff, Mahomes, he made multiple millions last night. I think Mahomes had a trigger, which he made, like, an additional, like, 1.25 yesterday when the Chiefs won. So, even with that Brady's still making more for two oh, commercials. Yeah. No question. By the way, did you see uh, also the the shooting of the Dunkin' Donuts commercial when they were throwing, throwing the, the football, football through yeah. the yeah. through the tire? Yeah. That was funny. That was too. very good. That's on Instagram. Sometimes being your friend is really difficult. <laughs> Matt Damon was the perfect straight man. Yeah, it's great. Well, what do you guys have? What's your good? How do you like them donuts? Um, for I, I like that as well. Waddle, that was my favorite commercial. But I will go ahead and give you. Did you guys catch uh, Friday night? Since we've been talking a lot of Super Bowl, Tyrese Halliburton. Did you see his assist? Yeah. He uh, ends up pulling up to take a three, and then a Knicks defender at Madison Square Garden rushed him, and so he whips the ball off the backboard, gets his own rebound, and then throws an outlet pass to Pascal Siakam, who then hits the three. It was just one of those great passes off the backboard to himself. Tyrese Halliburton continues to be pretty freaking awesome these days, so uh, he's a pretty good player for the Pacers. Pretty good. Yes, he is. My good is the Super Bowl halftime with Usher. I think everyone at my party, we didn't know who or what, what the first song was at first and we we're like uh-oh what, what, what's, what's going on here but then after that it was banger after banger after banger he was fantastic the roller skates were a great touch as well and i thought it was one of the better halftime performances we've had in recent uh time did you find yourself concerned that someone was going to wipe out when they came on to this that i actually did not stage i i was pretty confident the entire yeah. time that it was going to be a, a smooth operation because nothing would have been worse than to watch someone wipe out on their Roller skates. That would not have been good. Uh, my bad was the behavior at the Phoenix Open. I know that uh, it was highly publicized. Golf bad boys. I'm telling you, like, we all know. That, and, and, and look, we've had this discussion in the past about players and protocol and how people act. If you want to talk about behaving at Augusta, that's different than behaving at the Phoenix Open because it's expected, that behavior. And there were still some players that were a little bit upset about it. But not even that. It was the drunken behavior. There was puking. There were fights. And there were several arrests. They just stopped letting people in on Saturday because it got so crowded. It got so crowded and so out of control. 
So the behavior at the Phoenix Open was uh, was bad. It was bad behavior. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we talked about this. This is the obvious bad. It's just not knowing the rules. Yeah. Not knowing the rules. And, like, Kyle Juszczyk is a smart guy. Harvard grad. Yeah. And, 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 like, to admit this. You know what? I didn't even realize that the... The playoff rules were different in overtime, so I I assumed you just want the ball because you score a touchdown and win, but I guess that's not the case. Um, so I don't really I don't totally know the strategy there. So not only did he not know, he wasn't listening when 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 they described what the rules were. And I believe didn't somebody say they were on the the, the scoreboard? I believe described somebody yeah, said that the, they were describing what yeah, the rules were. Armstead, that's how he found out. And it's it's crazy, and as you added earlier, Greeny mentioned it earlier too, that if if Juszczyk or someone would have run in for a touchdown when they had the ball first, they all probably would have thought it was a walk off touchdown, but the Chiefs would have gotten the ball, and and they would have thought they won because they didn't know the rules. It's nuts. That's bad. Even though I didn't think he was absolutely terrible yesterday, I still think Tony Romo, as your Super Bowl analyst on CBS, was it left me wanting more. There were still moments where he was stepping all over Jim Nance. You'd think at it, even if you don't like what he's bringing to the broadcast, you think he'd kind of at this point know when to lay out and let Jim Nance do his thing, but he continues to talk all over him. And then when he starts a sentence, it doesn't always seem like it's clear he knows where he wants to go with his point. I'm, I'm serious. Like, there were a few moments where he's talking about Patrick Mahomes' Super Bowl drive I, as the game's concluding, and it just uh, left me wanting more. And it wasn't just Romo. Maurice Jones-Drew on Yo. last night's NFL Network postgame show asked both Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid how confident they were because they were letting the clock, line, the clock wind down in overtime. I mean, what was he even thinking? I, I mean, MJD, you can make that mistake once, but then somebody should alert him that, hey, the rules allow for the game to go on into another quarter. If the Chiefs don't score a touchdown when the clock expires, there's mm-hmm. a lot of bad broadcasting going on on your Super Bowl, your biggest stage. What do you got, Tyler? I'm going to co-sign Waddles. When the drunk open has to cut off their alcohol sales, that's when you know there's a problem with the people in the stands there. And it was a mess on Saturday. Think they're going to be rethinking their ticket distribution process going forward. I still forward. like that tournament, though. Oh, it's great. I, I, it's I great. like when, when people can go over the top. Absolutely. At a golf, golf Let's event. just try not to puke, fight, and get arrested. Uh, my dirty, and, and I don't know that it classifies as a dirty, but I thought it just it, it left me with a sick feeling in my stomach was watching Dre Greenlaw tear his Achilles running onto the field. He's a guy that plays with tremendous emotion. He is a fabulous player. And he left that game, I believe, at the nine-minute mark of the second quarter. And it was just so hard to see. And and you didn't even know. I think that, that was one of the good things that CBS did. I think we, they came back from break, and they they showed everyone what happened. And they were standing on the sideline. It was him. It was Fred Warner and another member of the defense. And he just kind of tries to run out onto the field, slips a little bit, and sucks. Tore his Achilles and was no, obviously no longer Such available. a good player, yeah. Fabulous. Uh, in a good postseason, too. Um, Brandon Marshall's at it again. Brandon Marshall is my dirty going after uh, Jay Cutler on a podcast called The Hot Ones. You once named Kyle Orton as the best quarterback that you played with during your career. I'm curious, does that still stand today? And follow-up, who was the worst? Wow. I said that? 
<laughs> it's a funny yes. I Wait. love you, Kyle, but no. I was trying to get the contract. I swear. Golly, uh, y'all should have put them dog on hot wings in front of his face then. Uh, the best quarterback that I had in my career, I had 17 of them. I played 13 years in the NFL, uh, six different teams. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like I, I could say there's Eli and, and Russell Wilson I also played with, but I didn't play with them long enough. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick was that guy. The worst quarterback that I played with. And, and, and listen, Ryan just understand that there was just so much potential. And you know this, your Chicago guy was Jay Cutler. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Jay Cutler should have won a Super Bowl. Jay Cutler had everything that it took to be, you know, one of the most legendary quarterbacks. And so it's not, it's no disrespect to him, but I got to answer this question truthfully. And so I would say Jay Cutler because he didn't reach half of his potential. Isn't this kind of this card being played, getting kind of tired? But that's what I'm saying. It's just, and this was what was going on off the air during the Brandon Marshall show. Um, What he was telling us. He vacillates back and forth Uh, from saying he's, you know, they're they're dear, dear friends to saying he's the the worst worst. quarterback he ever played with. And meantime, the two best quarterbacks he played with, one time he's saying Kyle Orton and the next time he's saying Ryan Fitzpatrick. Look, look, Jay had his faults. Yeah. But to say say that Jay was the worst quarterback he played with, it's crazy. And that's just dirty. By the way, another dirty shot. The third voice you hear in that clip is Cam Newton, the guy who's like, Cannot believe what what uh, Brandon Marshall is saying, and it, there was there was some funny stuff after that with Cam. Like he could not believe that oh B Marsh goodness. was just going off. It's just so Brandon. I right, wrap us up, boys. My dirties for all the folks out there who were too upset to see 54 seconds of Taylor Swift and Blake Lively grace their presence during the Super Bowl yesterday. Every time they showed Taylor, were you hoping for more Blake Lively? I absolutely yeah, was, Waddle. And you know what? Nothing wrong with seeing a couple of beautiful people grace your television set in between plays for less than a minute. There you go. What was the total time? 54 seconds. 54 seconds. Of screen time during That's the game. That's for Erlacher right there. <laughs> there you go, number 54. 54. You know what he says to that, Sylvie? Piss off. Um, my dirty, I, at halftime of the game, placed a uh, Super Bowl MVP bet on Jawan Jennings at 90-1 to 1 with the logic of it being, you know, because he, he threw the touchdown in the first half, and I thought to myself, you know, if he catches a ball, in the, uh, catches a touchdown in the second half, I have a really good shot at it. I don't think 90-1 to 1 is true, truly reflective of the value there. He was the favorite at one point because no one had really grasped the MVP by the horns at any point until we got to overtime. And then ultimately, with the Chiefs winning the game, that was no longer in the cards. Yeah, that, was a, that was a heady play. It was a heady play it. by you. Do not regret it. There were a couple of uh, Doug plays that almost uh, came through. I'll tell you about that uh, coming up. But almost doesn't count, as we know. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Your big Super Bowl takeaway. I'd like to cash this ticket. It, it almost, almost ca- it almost cashed. It almost cashed. Um, and uh, your thoughts on whether it's a Super Bowl Bears stuff? There's a lot out there. Uh, we'll take all your phone calls and we'll cross talk with Black and Abdallah coming up at about six fifteen. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Want to take all your uh, 
calls on this Super Bowl or Bears. 332-3776. I want to take Joe. He's been very patient. And he's got a really good point that not a lot of people are bringing up that's lost in the shuffle. Joe in Mount Greenwood. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's up, Tommy? What's up, Joe? Hey, what's up, first, Joe? First, first, first of all, I'm a huge fan of Tommy Wild. Oh, thank you, Joe. Nice. Uh, and second of all, I got to hit a couple things since I've been on hold for two hours. There's a couple different things that have come up. First of all, beavers use their tails to pack the mud in between the uh, be, between the wood to yeah, build their the dams. Dam. Yeah, so, so, yeah, that's what the tail's for. Okay. I knew we kept and, you at home for two hours for a reason, right. yes. Hey, and also, the other thing, when you guys are talking about Brady, Brady is a different entity because he left and was able to do it on his own without Belichick. And, and, and can... can can Mahomes do that without Reed? Can Mahomes do that without that whole back that he has over at Kansas City? I, you know what, Joe? I don't think you're going to have to find out for a while because he's going to be part of the Chiefs for the foreseeable future. But it's a good question. Uh, and, and then my uh, my my original question is: What do you think about? These guys not utilizing their tight ends. Like, like George Kittle should should be getting he should be getting ten targets a game. Yeah, he only was thrown to three times. He had two catches he, for four he yards. Had three targets in the yeah. last three playoff games. Mm. And, and, and the only time he had more than three targets was against the uh, Packers. And he had seven targets. They had one touchdown. They had eighty-one yards. It, that I mean, it, it's such a good point, Joe. Thanks for the phone call. We Thank appreciate you, it. Yeah. I, I, I want you to address that. Like, Kittle should be a guy who's targeted a ton, and, and he wasn't. What did he three? What did he three was yards? targeted uh, three times, had two catches for four yards. One four of them yards. was a big catch on it fourth was. down. But still. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. We'll address that. Your thoughts from the Super Bowl, 312-332-3776. Another half hour to go. We'll cross talk with Black and Abdallah in about 15 minutes.